0: Welcome aboard, Captain.
1: Welcome back to the Star Trek Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we talk about and celebrate Star Trek Three, The Search for Spock, one minute at a time. I'm one of your co-hosts, David Stoker. That makes me your other co-host, Chris LaSalle. Chris, welcome back Hey Dave It's Friday Hey, another week And we got dialogue Hey, back to dialogue, thank God So this minute starts uh, This minute is minute 96 Mm -hmm. And this minute starts with McCoy coming down the stairs With Sarek Mm -hmm. And this minute ends with What we believe to be Spock coming down With some Vulcan clerics Right
0: And I like how you you, you went there Mm Hmm. Hmm. That's a, uh, let's talk about that when we get to the end of the minute
1: right uh, all right let's dive in so yeah mccoy so the beginning so let's get right into the dialogue because it's there's not a lot of it but um so mccoy comes down he says i'm all right i'm all right jim and quickly leaves <laughs> like yeah. he. Doesn't offer any explanation. Doesn't offer it worked. Anything. He just literally comes down and says, "I'm all right, Jim," which I'm sure is a relief to Kirk. Mm-hmm. But give me more. You know.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's one of those.
1: It's it's the it's those,
0: you know, movie moments and TV moments that you know never would happen in real life, right? Somebody mm. says something like that to you in real life, you're gonna pepper him with follow up questions.
1: Yeah. What? What was what, it like? What'd you do? What happened? Yeah. What, yeah. Yeah. And the, then did it hurt? Did it feel, what did you feel? Does it feel like you're missing something? Is your, you know, why you feel like half a man now right. Did it feel like your brain was getting sucked out of your ears. What? Yeah. Uh, I just have so many questions that I would be like, nonstop. I would be, I would be Macaulay Culkin from uncle buck. What's your consecutive, uh, what's, what's your consecutive streak of asking, answering questions? 76. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, that's what it would be like. Oh man, that's awesome. Uh,
0: do you think McCoy's just like I need to shave, and that's why he walked away so fast? Because he's definitely well, got a, he's got
1: a shadow going on there that wasn't there. Well, that's the other, that's the other thing I was thinking. Like, did they not have a chance to clean up before they got to Vulcan? Because Kirk is also looking very ragged and dirty and non-shavy. Oh yeah, Kirk is.
0: They, they definitely it, it must have been like a twenty-minute hop from from Genesis to Vulcan because yeah, mm-hmm. he's he still got you know, uh, Krug smudges on him.
1: <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> um, but I'm just I think I'm I, I just so McCoy comes down, he says, "I'm all right, Jim. And you know, we feel a little bit of relief or like that, but then he sort of he looks down and walks away. So you're not left with, uh, oh my God, it worked, or you're left with like almost a sense of it didn't work. We know that McCoy's okay but something may have gone wrong because he just walks away.
0: Yeah, this is the end. I mean, I think what you're you're pointing to is a little bit uh in general the end of this
1: movie. Yeah.
0: Is like this series of I mean, uh, they're they're dragging it out and
1: oh yeah, definitely. And,
0: and they're dragging it out almost, almost literally to the last second of the mm. film. <laughs> right. You yeah. just we, we just don't know. You know what has happened to Spock, um, and this is yet another opportunity where we could get something and they throw right. us nothing,
1: nothing at all.
0: yeah, it's it's a little infuriating in some ways. but you know, i I guess unrelated, but, it, but uh, McCoy's beard is bugging me a little bit um, <laughs> well, it makes me it makes me wonder, I think, you know we're, we're, we've assumed that this all occurred overnight. Um, I'm wondering if this took a couple of days in, in a way, because you know, right. when we saw McCoy walk up to the altar, he didn't have look like a beard showing up. And I know my five o'clock shadow doesn't show up, you know, like, until five o'clock. <laughs> until five o'clock. Yeah, it doesn't show up when I wake up. Um, so it just makes me question the, the time frame here a little bit, or if they were just mm-hmm. trying to be, um, make mccoy look a little a little, little ragged a little ragged but they could have given bedhead you know he doesn't have bedhead they could have done that right that would have been funny actually his hair is all sticking up and stuff he looks none the worse for wear other than he needs a shave yeah yeah
1: missed opportunity so we move on and kirk and sarik are having a conversation what about spock and he gives the most ambiguous answer. Only time will answer. Like, don't be Vulcan right now. Just tell me. No kidding. Like, it, it, so we're assuming. That it,
0: are we allowed to assume that the guy that they're putting in the robe is Spock? I mean, we
1: as the audience, first time seeing this, that's Spock, right? I think we're supposed to intone that that is the Spock, you know, 2.0 Genesis Spock. That it's the 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 host. But we don't know if it's Spock. Oh, that's like right. We don't like. Yeah. We don't really know. We don't know metaphysically if it if it's Spock. We know that it's the the physical form of Genesis Spock.
0: Oh no! You thank you. You corrected me because I was I was in my head. I was like, well, we haven't even seen Spock yet. You know, I'm like, oh yeah, of course we haven't seen him grow up through the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's a ni- I I will say a nice touch that they, you know, the stretcher that he came in on and his. Black robes are just discarded on the on the altar. You know they didn't just you know right yeah conveniently disappear. They actually just left them there, which is uh, okay. Um, so I think that implies it would have been a nude Spock up on the altar at some. Oh yeah, point. definitely.
1: Yep. <laughs> Not a good idea to have all those
0: Vulcan maidens there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So this co- so this conversation between Sarek and Kirk. Uh, what do you? Uh,
1: what do you think about it uh, um I don't know I have so you know he thanks him you know you know sarek thanks him and Kirk says I had to do what I had to do and um you know and sarek this is this is where it gets to me is where he's like but what it, he sort of goes but at what cost your ship your son your career I mean he doesn't say your career but it's basically like your ship your son your career it's Man, it's all gone. You, would,
0: you wouldn't think he would just say, you know, but what it cost, at what cost, your son. Wouldn't he just leave it at that? You <clears> lost <throat> your son as part of this whole thing?
1: Yeah, he... um, I, I, I I don't know. Here, Kirk was saving his son because he demanded it, and Kirk lost his son. I feel like he should have said something a little different. Right. A little yeah. more comforting, and I know obviously he's a Vulcan, and he can't really— doesn't do that, but he sort of intimates that he is, you know, to use a term from the reboot, emotionally compromised because he says, Where my son is concerned, logic, you know, he says something to that effect, you know, right. where my son is concerned, logic, you know, fails or whatever. I'm not logical. Right. And I feel like here was a moment for him to not be human, because obviously he's not human. But to put a little bit of humanity in what he was saying, he says it's sort of matter of fact. He's like, but at what cost? Your ship, your son. Like, you saved my son, but you lost yours. You know, I, I just feel like it's, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think uh, you're right. <clears throat> I think, or do you think, no, I think that Sarek has to has to live with this in a way, right? He, you know, he wanted his son back. Right. Uh, and, and, you know. That's and an Kirk assume. paid
1: the price. And Kirk he, paid the price for it. Kirk paid the price for he lost his own son. Yeah, uh, I don't think Sarek. I don't think Sarek. You know, obviously, <sighs> we know things about Spock, and we'll we'll get to that in a couple of minutes. But Sarek, he he risked nothing. Right. Yeah. I mean, he literally risked nothing.
0: If Kirk failed, Spock would still be dead. Right. Right.
1: Yeah. Well, again, I go back to the beginning of the movie, and they don't even know that Spock Genesis is alive. Mm -hmm. So they, for all intents and purposes, were going to pick up a body and bring him back and deposit him, you know, remove the Katra from McCoy and deposit it in the the Hall of Ancient Thought. Mm -hmm. Like, that literally was the movie. It got all jumbled up because, lo and behold… Spock Genesis is alive, and that became a different, you know, a different scenario. Right. Yeah. um, But um, I just don't feel like Sarek risked anything where Kirk risked literally everything he had, everything that was him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he risked the lives of his bridge crew. You know, he lost his ship. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So... Yeah, not even just him. And, and you know, I, I added in the your career, but the careers of Scotty, Sulu, McCoy, uh, McCoy um, Chekhov, and Uhura. Yeah, right. Like their careers are on the line as well. Yeah. I,
0: can we go back a little bit? So I, sure. uh, this really is, I think, the, you know, let, let's judge Sarek minute. Um, but I do want to call out, uh, I thought it was going back to what Sarah said, but what it cost, but at what cost your ship, your son, mm. I, I gotta be honest. I, I think if you were going to, I think we, we talked about that. We've talked about this when, uh, Krug said, you know, kill the prisoners. I don't care which one. And you, yeah, we speculated, you know, what was in Kirk's head at the moment, you know, please don't kill, you right. know, X first. Is it Spock? Is it Savick? Is it David? We, so we joked around about that. Um, but I've always you also wonder a little bit, like, all right, Kirk just met his son a few weeks ago, you know, for the first time and stuff. Uh is does Sarek is is Sarek hitting it on the nose here when he says, uh, but at what cost? And he says your ship first? Like mm. it does does is Sarek implying that he knows that the ship is the most important thing in Kirk's life and that David was maybe the second most
1: important thing? Yeah, I mm, that's an interesting thought
0: and maybe not even that necessarily um sarek is the character but maybe harv bennett and you know when he wrote the screenplay you know s- subconsciously just said put oh yeah, your ship oh yeah and your son right <laughs> you <yeah>. know <laughs> what i mean um i did i just wonder because i mean we know we know kirk's love for, for the enterprise and, and for that ship oh yeah and, definitely yep. yeah um, mm. but yeah sarek i i Anyway, just food for thought, right? Interesting thought. Yeah, thank you. That's what I was looking for. Uh, But yeah, Sarek. um, Yeah, this is all his fault.
1: Pretty much. You know, Kirk finally responds with, you know, if I hadn't tried, the cost would have been my soul. Okay, like, would it have been... Like, you didn't know anything was amiss until Sarek sort of came to you. Like, you would have been... You would have just moved on, moving on. Yeah, but, but I, he's probably but lying, now, though, once he learned. you know, he, well, But once he learned of it, yes, he had to... He had no choice? I don't... But again, I go, I go back... I, I go back to the original intent of the movie. Spock was dead. Obviously, his Katra was not, and it was in McCoy. Like, could could he have just taken McCoy on a transport ship? Could he have taken McCoy with Sarek? Could he have given Sarek McCoy? I think we talked about this we did, a few yeah. minutes ago. Couldn't he have just said, I need to get McCoy, and you need to take him to Vulcan, and we'll try somehow to get the body? Yeah. Like, what I, – I I guess – Obviously, I know that because it was alive and, you know, that that was the movie, you know. I get it. But we we always play what if here. I'm like, does the body really matter in this instance if he's going to the Hall of Ancient Thought? Like, what would they do with the body? Just burn it? I mean. Yeah, they might have. Yeah. I mean, I I don't – I don't understand – I guess I'm, I'm at the very end. I'm asking myself, what was the need for the journey, other than
0: other than to make a movie? <laughs> well, uh, I was going to save. I was going to save that discussion for our final minute. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We can talk about that later. Yeah. Um, but no, I, it's it's you're right. The cost would have been my soul, his soul. But he, yeah, wait a minute. He, the, originally, he just was getting McCoy back to Vulcan, right? Right. To get the contra. Get the cotra out. I love saying that. It sounds so. Uh, get the stain out. Um, yeah. And it, it, do you like? Was there any? We didn't. I don't think we really talked about that. Was there any time as things escalated through the movie for Kirk? You know, was there any time where he's like, Oh, forget it. This is just too much. I I give up." You know, or I'm like, but, or is it really he just kept getting pushed? He just kept getting pushed into a corner, really, because first Sarek says, "Hey." You know where's this katra like oh we found it. it's mccoy great you've got a mission to you know you got to get mccoy back to vulcan and um and i still don't know why they go to genesis i forget why they went to genesis who what tipped him there but I, I gotta get spock's body um but we don't know the sequence of, of events right um, and then then they get there and grissom is gone right And then there's and then there's klingons and then you know there's hostages on the planet and then david gets killed and then you know it's it so is kirk just getting kirk doesn't even ever ever have a chance to back out
1: yeah you know what i mean
0: so it's like I, i just this conversation just doesn't flow with everything that actually happened to me i think that's what i struggle with a little bit um yeah, the cost would have been my soul it's like well what else was i supposed to do that's that's you know that's probably more better of more appropriate you know i wish all this other stuff hadn't gone down at the, at the same time or i don't know hmm. i guess it's poetic right would spock have yeah. done the same thing yeah probably
1: probably i don't know maybe maybe I just, I just, I feel like that's a heavy. I mean, obviously, we're all, the whole movie is about the Katra, the soul. Mm. So it's only fitting that Kirk answers with, the cost would have been my soul, you know? I, oh,
0: yeah. Would have been my soul. Yeah. That, yeah. That's yeah. right. You're right. The cost would have been my soul.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah so, and this, I mean, whole, it,
0: this whole sun for sun thing is bothering me because I haven't really thought about it until you brought it up.
1: Yeah, I wasn't thinking about it until we were sort of going through the you know, the prep and all that kind of stuff and I'm thinking like, Man, I'm like the whole thing was you wanted your son back and you didn't really risk anything and I just
0: Wow, yeah. Sarah could have just brought McCoy back. You know, like Kirk could have sprung yeah. Kirk and the crew could have sprung McCoy out of jail and then yep. handed him over to Sarah. Here you go.
1: <clears throat> but that means, you, know. anth- you know, I, I just it always brings up old questions, you know. Okay, well, why was McCoy trying to get back to Genesis then? Because he tries to hire the the Genesis guy and Genesis, um, yeah, that guy. And uh, he, well,
0: hmm. I think McCoy is probably the only one who knew that the body was still alive.
1: Could be, yeah.
0: Even in the even in the in the uh, in Spock's quarters, Jim. right. Why would you yeah. leave me on Genesis? You
1: know,
0: the, yeah, that right. it was there, right? It was there. This, the seeds were planted, hmm. and maybe that's why. Maybe that's why um, Kirk ultimately ended up going to Genesis, right? It was because of that moment. Maybe I like, how we're, yeah. just, I like how we're respeculating
1: the whole film right now. Yeah,
0: no. What's the when point of this movie? Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I get. I guess I just I still struggle as much as you know I get. I get why they made the movie, search for Spock, I get it. I still, some things aren't logical and I just don't feel they gave us enough information to, it all fits together too neatly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean?
0: I do. So, yeah, sun for sun. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Mm. Like I said, mm, rubbed me the wrong way. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be annoyed this weekend. That's what's gonna end up happening to me now. I'm gonna be annoyed all weekend thinking about this. All right. Thanks a lot.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so Kirk answers and Sarah gives him what appears to be a little nod and then walks away. <laughs> he drops that major thing in saying, Hey, you lost your ship, you lost your son, hey, the cost would have been my soul, man. Good on you. I'm out of here. See you. Um, and then we see the robed figure, which we believe to be the vessel, the host of Spock. But we don't. I mean, they're about to walk by. Yeah. So we don't know anything at this point. So we have no answers. You know, the only answer we have is time. Time will tell. Time will tell. And again,
0: so, another another infuriating. You know. Cliffhanger, yes. right? You, you you've gotten all these you know, bl- brief glimpses of Leonard Nimoy as as Spock, and you know I don't I don't know if we've ever seen him. I guess we've seen his face kind of full on when McCoy was talking to him in the sick bay or whatever. Mm. Uh, but you, it's we don't yeah we don't know either, right? And it's it's they're stringing us along, and uh, I guess you know we're kind of in Kirk's shoes right now, right? Yep, we're just as we're we're right in there with him. Like what happened, and we're not going to find out this week either.
1: Nope, son of a. The search for Spock goes on, my friend. The
0: search it continues. The search for Spock Does. continues. <sighs> the crew of the Enterprise
1: will return.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, sounds like we uh, we are uh, ready for the weekend.
1: I think so. All right, man.
0: Uh, well, like, why don't we wrap it up? um it's it's friday so i think we usually like to uh call out our uh the rest of the it's a follow friday so call out the rest of the uh, uh brother and sister podcasts that are doing mm. movies by minutes um uh, if you head on out to moviesbyminutes.com you can see the full inventory um there's probably about 700 of them by now Uh <laughs> No, I think the last count it was in the 80s or something, but uh, also to goodness out there, some great shows, uh, great movies, oh, yeah. yep. uh, some some obscure movies, which I love, too, The people are doing some uh, some movies that you really wouldn't think of. They're, you know, pro- probably labors of love, and which I think is awesome.
1: Yep. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: So uh, head on out there, check them out. Uh, Dave and I will be back on on Monday, assuming uh, we don't have another, uh, you know,
1: nor'easter here in New England. Uh, um, one's a One's a-coming. What? Are you serious? Well, it may be already here by the time they hear this episode. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, We're going to try and be back next week. (laughs) Um, But we'll be talking about Minute
0: 97 of The Search for Spock here at the Star Trek Minute. Bye now.
1: Bye.